today's guest, Samantha Herrera, actor, director, filmmaker, and writer. Ladies and gentlemen, Samantha Herrera. How I started, I did my first play when I was in seventh grade. Um, I played Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz. And that was kind of like the stepping stone of how I started. Like I got bit by the acting bug and I never wanted to stop since then. Um, and going to LaGuardia was kind of both a blessing and a curse because I was surrounded by so many amazing young artists, but I was also very overwhelmed. That school had nearly like 2000 students in it and I'd never been in such a big environment. So it was it was a bit of a struggle for for those high school years, but I definitely learned a lot. And that was the first the the first years of my acting training. And I was doing stage managing at a uh, Hunter and acting as well. Um and then I I decided to apply for the Playhouse. And it was actually my brother who kind of pushed me into um, doing that because he saw, you know, how I was struggling a bit in college as well. And I think that was one of the best decisions going to the Playhouse because I fell in love with school again. And I fell in love with the routine of getting up every morning and just going to my vocal classes, my acting classes, stage combat. We would do everything from vocal movement um and that really i think that really was my foundation of how i do things now and how i create like my routine as an actor so i definitely credit the playhouse for helping me out and kind of being a, a stepping stone into my tv and film work that i do now so so take us to the next step after neighborhood Wh where did you go from there did you start auditioning i did yeah that first week of auditioning um after graduating was pretty intense like i was kind of working from a place of fear that i would never act again so i was going to so many auditions submitting myself at the same time. And actually that week was when I had my Netflix audition for, um, for Iron Fist. So I got really lucky in booking something very quickly, um, my first TV series role. And I was like beyond thrilled because I never, it's like my dreams were coming true. Um, but from there, like after that experience, after having that amazing experience being on set and working with um, one, a great director, Deborah Chow was the director of the second episode I did. And working with Jessica, the actress, Jessica Henwick. Um, after that amazing experience, I, my mental health was definitely compromised from doing so many auditions and self-tapes and not booking anything. It almost felt as if the door was consistently being slammed on my face. And that happened for five years. 
five years of having different agents and managers of going to hundreds of auditions. And it felt as if, and I know I'm, you know, we're told not to take it personally and to take everything with a grain of salt, but it's hard when the thing that you love is consistently not letting you in. So I had to find my own way of trying to keep my dreams alive. But at this point, I've learned that you've only got, you really have yourself to push yourself forward. And if the opportunity is not there, you create it. You find people that you want to work with and you start, that's, I started writing and I started finding filmmakers who are now my friends and we're working together. And that has been such a great joy to be working with friends on something that I love. It wasn't difficult finding roles. I had an agent when I first when I first got out of school. And later on, I've since then I've had five different agents and managers. So I've actually been really blessed with having a lot of opportunities to audition for theater, for TV and film, for commercials, for everything. And I've auditioned for all types of roles, not just Asian roles, like a, a lot of different diverse characters. So, I mean, partly it feels like a lottery and a part of it I know is also myself losing my confidence later on. So I wouldn't always give my best performance just because of doing it again and again and kind of losing my own belief that I could, that I could do it. But later on, you know, there were times when I have had put out, I think, pretty good auditions, but I would just never hear back or, yeah, that's basically it. So I really don't know. It, it feels, that part feels like a mystery. There's just so many actors out there. And I think what it is, is like they're looking for such a specific actor for a, for a specific role. And I guess sometimes you just have to, be lucky, I guess. I don't, I honestly don't know. Tell us about this tale of a shadow boxer. That sounds very intriguing, that film. So I believe that happened in 2017. Um, I was submitting myself for acting roles and the short film that I did, um, I met a producer whom I'm now very good friends with, Sharif McFadden. And Sharif uh, helped give me my first opportunity to direct. And that was it. That was Tales of the Shadow Boxing. So the true story about that is the director who was originally supposed to direct it dropped out last minute. And so I stepped in. And at the time, I was working at Hunter College as a production ma production manager assistant so i was very busy doing helping putting helping put on shows at the college and i was auditioning and then having to do this short film so i didn't have a lot of time to prep and prepare but i learned so much and i i also learned that i love directing and i love working with actors and it's definitely something i want to do again 
Um, so right now I'm trying to finish my script and hopefully I'll shoot my first short either before this year or next year. And this is some, that's something that I really want to do because I feel like I haven't really created anything that I'm super proud to show the world. And this is it. And this is this is the first thing I think. I would say the the process is a bit different. I mean, I love theater just because you get to rehearse a lot and you get to be in the room with other actors. And I love tr getting to train, getting up and getting to train my voice, my body, um, my mind. So you really sink your teeth into that. Although I think training for a role in TV is very much the same. You train your body, you train your voice. It's just more contained on screen. It's just a different, a different animal uh, that you have to adjust to once you're in front of the camera because you can't be as big. I mean, you could if that's the type of film, but usually they want you, like for Iron Fist, the first director I worked with, he kept telling me, you're too animated. They kept wanting me to contain myself. Um, so that is one of the, one of the, the differences I've experienced. And with theater, it's like, whatever happens on stage happens. Like with, with film, you stop and you make it, you do another take. There's a lot of stopping and starting, which um, I don't like as much. Um, I just, there, there's something about theater that is it's so special, as you, as you know. And coming back and doing it and getting to do the entire performance over and over, I, I, I know that as much as I like people to come to opening night, I'm like, come in two weeks when I have this down, because it's like, um, to me, it's like night and day, although people that have seen me in both will say, no, you were great on opening night, you were better on opening night, because it was a different energy. Yeah. But I'm like, no. But you know, what freaks me out is, is the photography, and the lighting and all that with filmmaking is, I mean, that's where I'm weak, I feel. But so how much of that do you do or do you have somebody that you that does that part of it because there's acting directing and there's this film directing it's two different things exactly. i see and editing too so. um so i've directed both in theater and and film once each um actually twice in theater and once in well maybe twice in film i don't know um but like you too, I'm learning the um, the lighting and more of the technical aspects of, of filmmaking. And I, and I have the desire to learn more of that. Because when I first did Shadowboxer, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know anything about the camera angles. I told the DP, listen, I, I'm a trained actress. I know how to work with actors, but I know squat about lighting and visuals. So let's work together to create the best look. You know, we'll help each other out and bounce ideas off of each other. 
Um, so that my first experience was like a hot mess, but I learned a lot. Didn't have a shot list, didn't have a clue. But you got to start somewhere. Is there a place we could see the film Tales of a Shadow Boxer? Um, it has not been released because we, my, the producer and I, um, he is currently trying to sell it for a TV series. So, yeah. So, um, no. Hopefully, we can, we'll get a trailer out so people can see snippets of it, but uh, it's not yet released to the, to the audience. I did see something else because I tried to track down what you've done. Uh, there was something you hit, man. That film was uh, direct, written and directed by by a good friend, um, Elroy, Elroy Martinez Jr., whom I met in New York City uh, from another short film that I did. So yeah, that was a small little thing. Small little thing I did. I it wasn't a huge production, but so. He he actually had some of the, the actors film it themselves. So I filmed that actually by myself with my mom at a park nearby because it was during the whole COVID. So before vaccinations even rolled out, um, he wanted to put this thing together. And he said, okay, since we can't do it together, let's just have the actors film it. So we just used my, my iPhone and I think we used an app called what? Um, Filmic Pro. I did want to say something about that because he, you know, he works full time and a lot of, of my actor friends, you know, they either work part time, full time, and that's really difficult to find time to write, create. And I really admire him for, you know, finding, having the initiative to create his own work while he has a full time job. Because it's, it's really tough. I uh, also have uh, uh, your LinkedIn up. I know it's your professional, that's your professional networking, mm -hmm. which you use to network with people in the industry. But I've seen some really cool things that you've written, some mm -hmm. essays and stuff. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, recently, I've written mostly about my experience. I think um, living in L.A., um that's and just my journey and struggle as uh, as an actor um i don't even tell people that i'm a writer i don't even say i don't even mention it on my website because writing for me i've been writing ever since i was young in a journal i have dozens of journals filled um that no one has ever seen but writing for me is like so sacred it's so personal that i'm like so scared of calling myself a writer because i just want to keep it for myself but at the same time i also want to start creating my own work and i want to start writing screenplays and stories which i I've, I've kind of done in in the past but i've mostly journaled um but yeah, writing for me is like so spiritual, so personal. And I don't even care if anyone reads it, to be honest. Because um, I, do, I, I do it for me. Um, for, 
for the most part. I see in your about section, your website says in 2019, she hosted the backstage Q and A with filmmakers, actors, and creators for Los Angeles Diversity Film Festival. So talk a little bit about, then you were judged for L LADFFs. Is that the same thing? That's the same 2020 thing. Yeah. Virtu virtual film festival. Let's talk about women in film and diversity in film. I, it seems like there's some changes happening. What do you think? There definitely are some changes. That festival, the Los Angeles Diversity Film Festival was amazing. Like I, I met the, uh, the directors of those prog of that program and they were incredible. And I was, I was just volunteering at first in 2019 when I was in LA and they gave me full reign to just um, do, do this and host this interview with all these creatives. And, um, and I was with the, the videographer Tatiana, Tatiana Simano, who's also a director. And I met so many diverse filmmakers and actors who were there at this small intimate festival and it really felt like people were rooting for each other. It didn't feel like a competition. It really felt like a community event. And I haven't really felt that at a festival until then. And from then on, um, they've always asked me every year to to watch the short films and, and judge. And it's it's been a great experience to see different diverse films all over the world. And it also gives me inspiration um, to do my own work. Do you think you need to be in LA to be a successful filmmaker? You don't even have to be, with the technology, with social media, you don't have to be in LA, New York. You can literally be anywhere in the world. Of course it helps being in those two cities to physically connect with, with different filmmakers. But I think now, especially during the pandemic and now with all the Zoom and um, with Instagram and social and Facebook and social media, you literally can be anywhere and use the resources that you have. You don't have to have the most expensive equipment. You just have to have a vision and you have to have the belief in yourself. And hopefully you have a community. And that's what I'm trying to build now with the people around me and the people I've met abroad. Um, I'm actually starting my own intimate like Zoom group with artists um, this month. And we're gonna see what it evolves into, but it's gonna start off as just like a, a place, a community meeting where we can share our story as an artist and share our resources if we compelled to and empower each other as artists. Going back to what you said before about you were writing a script to film that you are going to produce and direct, I believe, right? So we were talking about the technology that's at, at hand today. Uh, people have filmed films, as you know, with iPhones. Um, and I, I mean, iPhones do a tremendous job. They have high definition uh, capabilities and all that. I'm 4K, 8K, whatever it is. So, how are you? What have do you have a planned approach to the film that you want to produce? Is it minimalist? Is it raising money? So, um, since I've been collecting unemployment, I'm going to try to use some of that money because funding, 
like crowdfunding is really difficult and I only want to crowdfund unless I really need to and I hate asking people for money. That's another thing. Um, so I want to try to save money and just use the money that I've, I've earned from other projects to produce this. And I, I, I want to use like good equipment. So I plan to use an Ari camera and I already started finding like different crews from different sets. Like I found, I've been meeting a lot of DPs and down people and ACs that I have in mind to uh, bring together for this short film. We talked about your training. We talked about your um, your stage work, your um, your filmmaking, a little bit about your writing um, because you're writing a script, and that you and so what we're looking for in the future for you is you're going to be producing your own film. Do you have a title for it? Did you mention the title before? No, I did not. It's a working title. It's called Saint Vegas. Saint Vegas. Okay. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Mm -hmm. And for those that are interested in seeing Samantha's incredible website, it is, it is samanthaherrera.net. And you'll see the about section, the acting section, the filmmaking section. Also, Samantha has an IMDb. Uh, you could Google her, Samantha Herrera actress. You'll see her at IMDb and your pictures are incredible. You can see Samantha's incredible pictures. And if you're a pro out there, like a, I guess a filmmaker or stuff, um, in the industry, Samantha also is on LinkedIn. So, uh, Samantha, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. Thank you for joining me and my stubborn Wi-Fi. <laughs> All that darn Wi-Fi. All right. Hey, peace and be well. Thank you so much. Today's guest, Samantha Herrera, actor, director, filmmaker.